0: Well, let's just give him a warm New Day Church welcome to my friend Nick. Come, Nick. Thank you. Hi, guys. Can, can we just um, stand to our feet oh, if you want to see it? It's fine. Okay, we just want to look to the Lord just for a moment. Just welcome, you know, His presence because He's everything here. Right? Amen? I'm on. He's everything. If we don't have Jesus here, we just... In a building and just making noise, you know. We need Jesus. It's everything. It's everything. Come on, let's get connected here in this in this building because God I just feel that God placed in my heart that God wants to 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 pour a fresh a new fresh of His spirit into your life here right now I feel that God wants to to come like a river into every dry bones every dryness in, in your spirit you know I just feel that God wants to come and pour like a river upon you let's all just get connected with Jesus let's look to Him thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Come, let's pour our love on Him. Let's pour our love on Him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus Jesus you are our everything Jesus you are our everything Jesus shut up Jesus 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 we love you Jesus come Holy spirit Jesus coming for fresh coming for fresh Jesus 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 thank you lord lord we look to you jesus lord we look to you lord lord we look to you lord without you jesus our life will be empty god without you oh god this place oh god will be so empty god lord i ask in jesus name spirit of god come and fall fresh spirit of god come and fall afresh on everyone you know if you need a touch from god right now just lift up your hands and say god lord i'm here come and touch me jesus come and fall afresh on me god come and fall afresh on me jesus come and fall afresh on me jesus thank you jesus thank you lord thank you we love you jesus we love you jesus we love you lord We love you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for the high price that you have paid on the cross, God. We thank you for the price that you paid on the cross. God, let us be the reward. Oh God, let us be the reward of what you paid on the cross, God. Lord, I pray, God, you didn't pay on the cross for nothing, God. You paid on the cross for all of us to come to commune with you, Jesus. Oh God, come and, and commune with us in this place, God. Once again, I ask in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we come into this covenant with you, Jesus. You're right here, right now, Lord. We just thank you. We just thank you that we can come before you in your presence here, Lord. We just thank you so much. We love you. We love you. And everyone say, Amen. Come, let's give God a praise offering. Let's clap our hands to Jesus because He's everything in our lives. Amen. Amen. Come, let's just sit down in the presence of God. You know, it's just... Uh, a, a huge privilege and I just want to thank uh, uh, Pastor Ricky and Jonah uh, just thank you so much thanks Pastor Ricky and uh, Joni just welcoming such an honor for me to just bring the word and I just feel in my heart that God wants to share something here you know uh, I just want to share a few just uh, uh, my story okay I I'm 25 this year, okay, and I'm from Singapore, okay. I am not from China, so don't worry, okay. I I'm, I don't have coronavirus, okay. I just bring the good news here. Amen. And I've been serving God. I got saved when I was trial, uh, when I was 13 years old, and I'm 25. And I, God has been amazing. You know, I grew up in a Buddhist family. I've been worshiping idols. And I thought that was God. I thought that was God. I thought that was it. And whenever I go to temple, I just, just I pray and I'll leave, I'll leave the same old. I feel empty in the inside. When I was 13, some, someone shared with me the powerful gospel. Someone, someone shared with me who Jesus is. And something in me, my heart was just, you know, just knocking. The, God is just knocking on the door of my heart. My heart was just beating so fast. And that moment, I knew Jesus was so real. When I went to the temple, the idol didn't knock at the door of my heart, say, I want to come into your heart. Jesus came all down, all the way down, right at my school canteen, where I was just sitting down in front of my friend who is sharing me the gospel. Jesus came all the way in front of me and just said, knocking at the door of my heart, saying, Nick, let me in I want to be in your life today and I open the door of my heart and let him in and my life was completely and made oh hallelujah Jesus do you know Jesus it's not an it's not just a knowledge in your brain in your mind Jesus is not a knowledge in your mind can I hear an amen he's real He's real. He's God. He's real. He did not die on a cross for church or Christianity title. He didn't die on a cross so that you can tell people, hey, my religion is Christianity, yo. He paid a huge price to, to, to come to a commune with you, to have a relationship with you, to fill your empty heart. Yeah, I've seen so many Christians just, you know, taking this for granted. I was just telling Joe that, hey, you know, you have such a privilege growing up in a Christian family. I want that, man. I want all of God. I want all of Jesus. That's my story. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jesus. And today, you know, I'm not here to just teach you the Bible. I'm not here to give you knowledge. But I'm here to bring you a a news that God is real. That God is not a knowledge. God is real. And God wants to pour His Spirit. God wants to touch you. God wants to touch every single one of us. Because that's the price He paid. He paid on the cross so that you can come to Him. He can come to you and commune with you. It's not a religion that he died on a cross for. He died on a cross for a relationship. And I know, and I know, and I know that all Christians know this. Christianity is not a religion by a relationship. It's a knowledge still. Knowing a brain. Until when you come, you bring the knowledge into practice. Say, God, I want. I want to commune with you. I want to be right at your feet, Lord, to commune with you, Jesus. And today, I, just want, I want to just bring a word to you, okay? And, and the, title I, the title of my message is called Knowledge to Acknowledge Him. You know, I just want to share with you a story about the man that fell off a cliff. You know, a man fell off a cliff, but managed to grab a tree limb on the way down. And a man shouted, is anyone up there? Help! Is anyone up there? And then there was this voice that says gently, say, I am here. I am the Lord. Do you believe in me? And then a man was like, yes, Lord, I believe in you. Help me. Help me, I can't, I, can't, I can't hang in there much longer. And then the voice says, That's alright. If you really believe in me, you have nothing to worry about. I will save you. Just let go of the branch. And then there was a pause. And then the man shouted, Is anyone else up there? <laughs> Sometimes or maybe most of the time, okay, the man is like us. When we ask God, God help me, I need a solution. And when God gives you a solution, you don't like it. It doesn't make sense to you. It doesn't make sense to you. And then you seek for your own solution. You lean on your own understanding. God's ways is higher than our ways. Amen. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. I just want to bring to you this word. In the New King James Version, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Lean not on your own understanding. This understanding is the knowledge that all of us have. What God says, do not lean on your own understanding. What He's trying to say is that, that, that He don't want us to lean on what we know or what we think or what we even experience in life. Thinking that, oh, okay, this has been successful for me and I'm sticking to it all the way. God doesn't want you to lean on the understanding that you have but God wants you to lean On Him. On Him. and in all your ways, acknowledge Him. Why does He say that? Why does He say that? Come, acknowledge me, acknowledge me. Is He he a God that's so controlling? Is He a God that says, hey, you need to acknowledge me wherever I go, you know, and stuff. He's not a God that's controlling. He's God that loves you. Could it be now, in our days, where we neglected Him in our, in, in, in our life we neglected Him and all, all God wants is us to acknowledge Him whatever that we do when we are in a grocery shopping pu- pushing our trolley you know pushing uh, or going to, to the office is that what we call trolley in America? Cart, we call it trolley in, in Singapore it's weird Singapore is weird but I love Singapore could it be that when we are in our office working at a computer, or could it be in our, at, during the, the lunch break that we have in our, after, uh, during work, or at home in our family, could it be that we have neglected Him? And that's a verse that says, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. When we neglect Him, imagine this is Jesus. I mean, it's not a very good representation but imagine this is Jesus and all we do is just put him aside neglect him and just continue our ways what can Jesus do for you can he direct your path if you are always focused and leaning on your own understanding and your knowledge in life but God says acknowledge me and then he will direct your path this is the reason why. He's not a controlling Father that He wants to be uh, just wanting to fit in in your life, wanting to be, be by your side. No, He's not a controlling God. But what God wants us to, to do is to acknowledge Him so that He shall direct your path. It's for your own good. Amen? Come on, Jesus. Let me just show you why we should not lean our own understanding. Let's turn to Genesis chapter two, verse seventeen. Okay, it's on the screen. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. This is the reason why we shouldn't lean on our knowledge our own understanding do you know that before Adam and Eve ate, ate the fruit all they have is, was just an innocent and pure heart and they don't even have like, like you know knowledge about the Bible and stuff you know, all they have is just an experience and a person to be communion with Jesus with, with, with the Lord but once they eat the fruit they come out of communion and just lean on knowledge and understanding do you know that adam and eve before they ate the fruit they were naked they were naked yeah and once they ate the fruit and knowledge came in and then suddenly they realized they're naked oh my gosh can you imagine what knowledge could do to you <laughs> to realize that you're naked And what you do is to hide away from the covenant that He has for you. Knowledge. Understanding. Leaning on your understanding is always looking onto yourself. But when you acknowledge Him, you're looking to Him. Knowledge to acknowledge Him. I'm not saying that knowledge is bad or, or what, it's good to read, it's good to know but when knowledge becomes just a knowledge in your, in your mind, it's just knowledge, that's all you don't come to a commune with Him let me remind you again this is God, okay not just a mic stand <laughs> How much books, how much sermons, or conferences, or maybe reading the Bible can just be a knowledge in you, and it doesn't change your life. From what you know, your experience, I honor every single one of you guys, your experience that you have went through. But can I say that His ways is always higher than our ways? Sometimes we think, you know, uh, we, we think that we know how life is supposed to be the ex- because of the experience we have, how to have a successful life, how to, you know, do this and that. But God says, hey, I don't want you to trust in what you have experienced or your knowledge or your understanding, but I want you to trust in me instead. Amen. Knowledge. When you read the Word, when it comes... You know, the last thing I want is that you coming here and going out the same. Then what's the point of coming here? We all have to have a shift in our mindset. Then thinking, you know, okay, I'm just going to go to church and leave. And then what's the next, what's the next uh, thing that I'm going to do? Have lunch and, and the rest of the day. No, man, we're going to come here to seek. We're going to meet God in this place. Every single week when we come, we need to have an expectation to meet the true and living God. It's not just the knowledge when we hear the word of God and live the same. If you always have the expectation of living the same, you will forever be the same. You're not going to come into a communion with Him. We have to have a change in our expectations that whenever we come here, we will meet the true and living God because He is so real. From a knowledge to an acknowledgement of His being, His person. Oh, Do you know I've been walking with God for 12 years and I thought I knew Him? When I came to the boot camp together with Joe, okay, and I, I came in with the boot camp thinking, because it's an evangelism boot camp, you know, and all I thought was, I'm going to learn about um, uh, five keys on how to effectively reach the lost, how to preach the gospel so well that, that the person got no choice to just... just. Whoa, I, I knocked on to God. <laughs> I thought that I would be coming here to learn five keys to reach the lost, but what God, the main thing that God spoke to me so clearly is that God don't need promoters to to just talk about Him. He needs sons and daughters to know Him. Know Him as a person. God don't need promoters. If you do not know a person, if you do not know Him, how are you supposed to talk about Him? I'm not just talking about hate knowledge. The world has the hate knowledge of who Jesus is. What the world needs is an experience with Jesus Christ, the true and living God, through our lives. We serve not a dead God, but a true and living God. He's not a dead God. We all have to come to a place of experience, the Spirit of God and from then when we preach the gospel coming out not just by our knowledge but by, by the, that person that Jesus Christ that is living in us when we preach the gospel it's just overflowing out of us that people when in front of us will experience the true and living God come on guys no matter how much books you read if it doesn't stir you to acknowledge Him To pursue him, to desire for him, then we miss the point of studying his word. Do you know in John one one it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The God didn't say that the word is knowledge. God. The Word of God is not knowledge. It's it's not for you to know inside out and memorize the Bible and quote scriptures in front of everyone. That's not it, man. The Word was God. He wants us to experience Him when we read the true and living Word that's here. When we read, we experience the fullness of God. We are not reading because of religion. We're not reading it because it's a duty to read the Word of God. We read it because we want to come to a commune with the true and living God. Amen. Why experience God second hand of people when you hear sermons and conferences when God paid a huge price for you to experience Him first hand? I'm speaking to everyone here and even myself. And all of us, it's not just one time we experience God and move on with our life, but it's a constant communion with the living God. You have to know what Jesus paid the price of I know I say this many times, but his desires. what put him on the cross is not the nails, it's his love for you. I'm going to end really soon, okay? I just want to read to you Luke chapter 13, verse 22, verse 22 to 27. Do we have it? Okay. And he went through the cities and village uh, teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will not enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And He will say to you, I do not know you where you are from. Then you say, and you begin to say, we ate and drink in your presence and you taught in our streets. But He says to you, I tell you, I do not know you where you are from. Depart from me all you workers of iniquity. Does this remind you of a church where you sit in the presence of God, where you hear His teachings? But God says, I do not know you when you come into Him. Isn't that harsh? That's the fact when, that's when this verse is trying to say that you do not just sit in church. Worship time, you just stand. And then preaching time, you just listen. And then you go back to same. And then when you come before God at the door, God! Let me in, let me in. But God says, I do not know you. And you say, God, I've been in New Day Church for 20 years in your presence. How come you do not know me? The reason is because all you have is just knowledge and not communion with Him. You have to move from knowledge to acknowledgement of Him. Let's let's stand to our feet, okay. I just want to close with this, okay. In Acts, in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, it says that and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. God desires is to pour His Spirit out on you guys, on me, on you guys, on everyone on earth because of communion. But it cannot happen when it's just a knowledge. Oh, okay. God's going to pour His Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Move on with life. No. That doesn't happen. But when you acknowledge the true and living God, God, pour out His spirit, Jesus. Pour out your spirit, God. I need you. I want you. And then God would just pour out his spirit. Do you know what attracts God? Hunger. Hunger attracts God. You know, there there was this time, I just want to share with you my personal story. There was this time, this week, that I was so hungry for God. And say, God, where are you? I need you, I need you. And I was in a train, okay. And then there was such a stirring in my heart. that wanting to to shout out, God, I need you. But I'm in a train, I can't shout because everyone will think I'm crazy, you know. And I was on the way to a church camp. Okay, And then the, the pastor was just preaching and I was at the edge of my chair and I was just shaking. I was like, God, I desire for you. And what's best is that the preacher was preaching the secret closet with Jesus to, to be commune with Him. And I was just at the edge of my chair and God just was just gripping my heart, the fire just burning in my heart for Him. And I was just shaking and I was just God is just gripping my heart because He's not just a knowledge. He's a person that He wants you to encounter. When I out the call game, I ran forward. I throw my life down at His feet. I throw my life down at His feet and say, "God, I need You, Lord. I need You, Lord." Lord, you are everything that I have, Jesus. And I was just crying. God is just gripping my heart all over and all over again. See, I was just at the altar just crying. Out. God, God, I don't want to live here the same. I'm sick and tired of living church the same. I want to go deeper with you, Lord. There's more to this. I know there's more to this. And I was just crying, crying. God just crashing. I felt His glory just crashing. He was just gripping my high. So badly. I was just crying in desperation for Him. I didn't care whether the, the, the service ended, I didn't care. What I care is Him. Because it's not about service. It's not about the church building. It's about Him. It's about Him. I didn't want to leave. God was just, just, God, I just want you. My friend carried me up because we had a church camp in a ballroom in a hotel. He was just carrying me up to my my room. I was in the lift and there was a stranger. I was like, God, I need you. I need you. Can you imagine my friend was just carrying me and then there was a stranger. It's like, whoa, what is he doing? Why is he crying? Because I was so hungry for God. I was so hungry for God. Is Christianity just a religion? He wants to consume you. It's not how old you are. You might think that, you know, who's this young Chinese dude just being so hungry for God? It's not my age. It's not because you think that I'm young and I'm hungry for God. It's not. It's because God desires and pursues every single one of you. No matter whether you are 50, 80, you know all to life. But God just wants to push it away. God wants to push what you know because it's hindering you to His fullness. It's time that service us, that you will see God just crashing, The people will just be so hungry and crying on their knees, just crying before the Lord. I need a fresh touch. I need you all. I need you. I need you. Even when you're even just right here, right now, just all close our eyes. Let's all close our eyes. And that if it's you, I just want to invite a worship leader up. If it's you today that you want a fresh touch, you want to move from a knowledge to an acknowledgement of Him, you want to have a, a, a fresh touch because it might be a long time since you experienced who God is. It might be a long time since And since you experience the manifestation of His presence. Lord, I pray you stir our hearts, God. You stir our hearts, Jesus. You stir our hearts, Jesus. And if that's you, I don't know whether normally you do this, but I just want to invite you forward as an act, saying, God, I want you. I want to be with you. I want to come and commune with you. I just want to invite you forward to be with the Lord, even in this place right here, right now. Come forward if you want to pursue from a knowledge to an acknowledgement of Him in your life. Thank you, Jesus. And even if you're watching online and where you are, just respond to Him, Lord, I need you. Let me be so hungry for you, Jesus. Jesus. We're just going to worship with a song. Just begin to cry to God. Begin to cry to God. Thank you, Jesus.
1: More than words can say, I need. ever before i need you lord i need you lord.
0: thank you lord thank you jesus lord i ask god today would you stir our heart i thank you for for a god that pursues us you're not a god that's just up there on your throne you're a god that so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son on earth to to die and cross our sins so that we can come to communion with You. Jesus. Lord, I pray You grip our hearts today. Every heart to be gripped today. I pray that even those people that are watching online right now, that Your heart will be so gripped by God that You just begin to feel God and right where You are in Your room that the presence of God is so thick that you're so hungry and thirsty for Him because God is not a religion He's a person for you Jesus Jesus and I just want to pray for for, uh, Pastor Ricky and I just feel God says God gave me a dream you know about your church and I just feel a word that God says resilient resilient and this is what God says to you that this verse, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, it says that I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of kingdom of heaven. And whatever you on. bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven thank you lord lord i thank you for this for for this man of god i thank you you know i just feel that god says be diligent and faithful and seek him it's all about jesus it's all about god it's not about the results and, and all you know when you remain faithful god will build his church upon you you will be the rock you'll be the rock in this church and people will come because people see the life in you being so, so faithful before, before the King and they will want to put their life even in your hands knowing that you are, you are the rock that the church could be on Lord, I thank you for his life, God. Lord, I ask that you mark him today. I pray in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, come and fall afresh on him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask in the increased anointing, God, Lord, that you're going to do, I pray in Jesus' name in this season of faithfulness. God, Lord, I thank you for his heart. Oh, God, that is standing strong. Oh, God, on righteousness. Oh, God, on this rock. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus. God, Lord, you Multiply the works that you're gonna do. Oh Lord, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name. Oh God, Lord, that you mark this man. Oh God, for your kingdom, for your advancement of your kingdom. I thank you, Lord. I pray, oh God, for a resilience in him, oh God, to be persistent. Oh God, to hold on to you. We just thank you. We bless him in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless
1: you in Jesus.